welcome to this episode of the Comic Vacation Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Omir, and I'm here with a slightly, possibly inebriated co-writing, co-hosting cohort, the man, the myth, the legend. So I threw a rock in his drink. <laughs> so it's on the rocks. That's right. Oh, good money. call. Wasn't, what is up? Took you a second, didn't you? Well, I'm glad he, the rock was was uh, we're talking about was ice and not like a rock, like a crack rock. So I gave, I spiked his drink. He's no, now no. addicted to opiates. <laughs> no, no. If anything, I would just like, you know, fossilize shit, just throw that in your drink. Well, we have a real Jurassic Park situation on our hands. <laughs> Never Is mind. That what... Now you said the word fossil, my. My brain strength went to Jurassic Park. Oh, I, I, I thought you meant you were like somebody. I, I hear something in the background. I thought, oh, is he listening to like uh, Jurassic Park or something? No, 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 no. Jur, jur, you know, you know, because they find a mosquito with some amber and they extract some dino DNA and do some other which, which shit. Was dumb to begin with, but whatever. Um, not yet. <laughs> you're like, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, I like seeing dinosaurs on screen. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't take Jurassic Park as like re- scientific religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, just how many? I'm, I'm sitting here like, how many mosquitoes did you find in these amber that you were able to get all these freaking dinosaurs? I know. The, right? the way they made it sound was like one, but <laughs> he gets around <laughs> <laughs> and uh, somehow stores it all. Why do all these dinosaurs have HPV? <laughs> Anyways, all right, all right, we gotta get started, man. Because let's do it. It, it is a work day for you, or work day for you tomorrow. It so is. Let's do it. You can't be staying up late. You gotta go. You gotta go to bed early. Gotta go so, club memes. <laughs> you know all what? Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I wonder what the first topic is today. Now I say that because, as any good co-host knows, you know what's coming up next. Except for I never do, except for this one time. So I actually know it's next. To be fair, the only reason he knows what's coming up is because I showed him to make sure that he I got his uh, pull of the week right. So, yeah. so he only knows that this is coming up because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. So let's read that headline. So, Goldberg wait, wait, says wait, 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 he's wait, finished. I want to set this up a little bit, like just just so people know, this is still technically the Comic Vacation Podcast. I know we've been doing a lot of wrestling stuff, but we love wrestling, so yeah. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to live through it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but, we'll um, talk about everything here. I mean, um, yeah. so Goldberg says he he's finished apologizing to Brett, the Hitman Heart. I want to explain why, obviously. Yeah. Uh, oh. For the, for those who don't know, uh, Goldberg like ended uh, Brett the Hitman Hart's uh, in ring career. career yeah, he, yeah, he kicked him in the head on, his, for real. For real. For real. He, well, not just for real, for real, but like for real, for real. Like, like there's there's sometimes stiff style where you're doing you're really doing moves with people, but this was beyond stiff style. It was an errant kick, and yeah, he he kicked him in the brains. Shouldn't have done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: um, 
we're saying stiff like if we use lingo we'll try to remember to uh oh yeah to stiff. explain it stiff. stiff means that like well i assume everyone knows that wrestling is supposed to be fake it's not actually supposed you're not actually supposed to hurt your opponent and when, yeah, you're, it's when performance. you're stiff and when you're stiff it, you are actually hurting your uh yeah you're you're, you're laying it in you're laying it in stiff you're working a hard style here yeah and I mean, sometimes that's not even a bad thing. Sometimes you're giving a receipt. Exactly. And for those who don't know, a receipt is like if somebody does something bad to you, you yep. give them a receipt. You do exactly. You return the favor. You, you return the favor and, uh, and just make sure they. Uh, it kind of like bring them back to reality. Exactly. Like, you know. So hypothetically, hypothetically, had Goldberg not kicked Brett so hard, when which is labeled as a potato, right? Brett could have given him a receipt. Now, uh, unfortunately for uh, Brett, uh, Goldberg kicked his brains. And, and here's the thing. Some... If, if this was a one-time thing for Goldberg, I wouldn't care. I mean, I mean, it's, it's wrestling. Careers end. It's they sad. Do. But Goldberg has a long history of working stiff. Oh, yeah. He is he is one of the worst in the like he's up there with like Vader and Ahmed Johnson and all that kind of shit. <laughs> well, well, okay, let's hold on, hold on. Vader at least that st- working stiff or strong style works in Japan. That and that's where Vader was. That was well, fine. No, he did it in WWE too, right? But that's what I'm saying is that's where when you're at a promotion that's not built on hard style. It's very difficult to bring in someone who wants to work hard style. Now Goldberg almost never was in a promotion that worked hard style, and it was just, it was just, <laughs> it was just sticking the shit out of everybody. I mean, let's let's face facts. Goldberg, his matches were kind of just him trying to beat the crap out of people. And... Yeah, well, well, because Goldberg too is a little out of his mind because he's. Probably a little, con- a little. Yeah, yeah, he's probably he's probably concussed for most of his matches, which probably isn't safe. Because uh, you know he had probably yeah he had butts either the locker or a door on his way out of the dressing room and a few times he's admitted to hitting himself too hard and I'm thinking you're about to go do something that is going to involve some head hitting and so you're going to pre hit your pre hit your head so he's in his fog and uh, he he mule kicked Brett well, just just well I don't even know if it's really called mule kick just I don't know it was like some I sort think it's of it's like a super kick. Yeah, but it was more like a back, like, because he was more back-facing, but it doesn't matter. Point is, he drills Brett, Brett gets... uh, More like stepping on his head in the air, (laughs) that's what he did. (laughs) He did, and Brett got a monster concussion, which ended up, which ended up, he, because Brett would only go under wrestle one more match or two more matches after, and then... That just couldn't shake it, the concussion. It ended his career. It I did mean, because it turned into a bunch of other health problems. So in that respect, you know that was, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely Goldberg, Goldberg's hundred percent. It was Goldberg's fault and hundred uh, percent sad ending for the Hitman in that respect. Now since then, uh, Goldberg's apologized a gajillion times, and he apologizes during shoot interviews, but Brett. Holds a grudge like no one's business because Brett's still raw about it, which I get. I mean, if my career, I guess I'll be raw about he it. But lost him millions of dollars. 
I mean, uh, well, wait a minute. Wait we don't minute. know. We 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 don't know that for sure. But he could. Like, he, if it, no, not that Brett couldn't have been booked for a million dollars. I'm either being that, but it in maybe back in well, we got time is context. Well, no, here. I mean like yeah. He, hold on, he, time he, is context. I, so 2000 or was this late 99? I don't know. Or 2099. I think it was 99. Yeah, Starcade. Yeah, Starcade. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. Nowadays, the bridge from wrestling to Hollywood or podcasts or or some other career to um, monetize what you're doing is a lot easier than back then. So whereas now John Cena and The Rock have transcended and to a certain degree, Sasha Banks has transcended the ring to some sort of other career. Brett, you know, nowadays it would have sucked, but Brett could have transcended that. I think because Brett was did some acting. He was on Lonesome Dove, uh, no, no, but no, no. he was big in Europe. He could have gone on a uh, on the on the shoot circuit, you know, where you go and you shoot at like clubs and stuff. Not like shoot, like when I say shoot, I mean give interviews. <laughs> you gotta be care- like, careful. How let me clarify: for non wrestling fans, a shoot interview is where you tell the truth and you break kayfabe. Kayfabe is like the performance aspect, right? So, or like your character and stuff. So. I'm just saying maybe the avenues weren't as plentiful at the time for Brett to monetize himself in a different capacity. But at the same time, too, I could see where Brett's raw about it. But, I mean, shit, that was 1999. It's 2022. Like, I'm not going to say get over it because I can't. Who am I to tell him that? But I am going to say at some point, Brett, you, you're only you're only wallowing in whatever it is you're creating. You need a. For his sake, he needs to find some outlet for his energy, so he's not just just. Beating. My outlet is <laughs> hey hey dude, let me kick you in the face. I'm very much an eye for an eye type of guy. I'm I sorry. know you are. I'm, oh, I know you are. <laughs> I, I, I I've chased this guy around our high school quite a few times. This is um, true. I'm big, so I never caught him. But <laughs> but if he did, you could only imagine. Like, yeah, my, my dude. Yeah, and my best chance of catching this guy is like if I tripped and basically turned into the freaking boulder from Indiana Jones, <laughs> ran this motherfucker over. But uh, yeah, my thing is I don't I don't give a shit if he apologizes a gazillion times. If you fucking kick the dude in the head, he has a history of doing it. He never took the time to learn how to fucking wrestle right. <laughs> Fuck him! Fuck him! <laughs> Fuck him. He is wrong in every fucking aspect of this. Uh, if, if Brett the Hitman Hart said, hey, if you want me to forgive you, cut your nuts off. He should lay his nuts on the line. <laughs> and I'm not oh, just okay. saying this because I would love to see this motherfucker castrate himself. Because I, I, you have no idea how much I hate Goldberg. He seems like a pompous piece of shit. And I hope I hope somebody just randomly walking on the street kicks him in the head and runs. I hope. I don't care if he. I don't care if he's an old man now. A real Shawn Michaels situation. Kick out. Hey, hey. I I would become a bigger fan of Shawn Michaels if he just like legit sweet chin music, like a stiff sweet chin music, right uh, to the jaw. Right to the. 
I think Brett the Hitman Hart would probably like uh, become like because uh, I think they they've squashed their beef. They have. It would have. I was about to say a real WrestleMania 12 situation yeah. developing. Yeah. So, like what I'm saying, like Brett, it's not like Brett can't squash a beef or anything like that. Oh wait it's a just, minute. This guy did something so fucking horrific that why would he forgive him? Look, but maybe it doesn't need to forgive him. But maybe he's just done vocalizing it. Hey, I. No, I've said... no, I vocalize it every fucking day. I wake up, get, look myself in the mirror, and just say, fuck you, Goldberg. <laughs> fuck you. Now, let's, let's full disclosure. Uh, the host of this podcast clearly is a Bret Hart fan. And, I am clearly a Bret Hart fan. And, the and you, co- know damn, you know now, damn Now, mind well. you, the co-host, you know- the co-host is not necessarily a Goldberg fan, but the co-host is a Shawn Michaels fan fan so we're on opposite side of the like the montreal screw job didn't bother me one bit <laughs> i said fuck him screw him <laughs> so i mean <laughs> you're gonna but, kick uh, me off the podcast now. <laughs> uh, where, where's that boot button <laughs> mark but, out uh, noah marks out for brett more than the hitman himself <laughs> Dude, come on. I come know, on. I know. You know what he did was fucked up. And like yes, it and was. you know damn well if he had done if he had ended Sean Markle's career, that you would be like oh. out with a pitchfork. Oh yeah. You'd no, be right. No, if they I'd shoot... be holding my torch and you'd be holding your pitchfork. Oh, yeah. be ready oh, to yeah. riot. Oh yeah. If the shoe was on the other foot, I would I would lose my mind. So I I I don't don't take this as me not understanding how hypocritical it would be for me <laughs> but then also at the same time too i'm like damn i i don't ever want to say anything against uh you know a fallen like owen hart because you know obviously had a very tragic death but i mean he did nearly paralyze steve austin so any austin fans yeah. out there they might but, not yeah, like Owen that, so much but that was that wasn't like a guy who no 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 not that all. was just, just a horrific accident uh, yeah exactly it was just a pile driver went around this guy this guy it's more surprising when he doesn't work stiff than when he does i mean <laughs> he... oh yeah uh, let's be let's let's be straight here <laughs> colberg colberg nearly killed the undertaker at crown jewel <laughs> Undertaker even sat up because his spine was his spine was shattering in front of his own in front of the Saudi prince. Uh, Undertaker was like, "Oh shit, this guy's trying to murder me." <laughs> uh, we we're laughing, guys, but here's the thing: we're laughing because it's so fucking stupid. It is, yeah. We're this like, guy, how long has this guy been working? He still can't right. wrestle for shit. Because again. <laughs> The yeah. point of wrestling is not beating the shit out of the other guy. Yeah. It's making it look like you're beating the shit exactly. out of the other guy. He exactly. fails at every aspect of that. He does. But, yeah, so look, let me be clear. We're not laughing at the injury. We're laughing at the situation. We're so laughing at is, his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. shitty wrestling skills. <laughs> well, but he's done apologizing, goddammit. I say, I, I know I, you're not in I, favor of this. 23 years, 22 years, yeah, it's over. It's well, done. It, it's over when I say it's over. <laughs> what if they, you know, Dana White in the UFC, which is fighting, right? Shoot fighting, right? So you can uh, promote a fight here. Not Brett anymore, obviously, but Brett gets a stand in versus Goldberg, and Brett can handpick his stand in. Mm. 
Can it be and, a UFC fighter? No. Well, I was going to say it could be, but then that'd be totally unfair. So here's what you do. It has to be someone who at least was once in the ring. So Ken Shamrock's fair game. He's a UFC fighter. Wilsner. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Culver's going to die. Culver's going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Hey, my brain just was like, oh, oops. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, Culver's. Shamrock? <laughs> and I'm saying that because I was like secretly hoping, because I'm a troll, right, that uh, that Culver would somehow accidentally be <laughs> But now that you say those, I was like, oh, Goldberg's dead. Oh, he accidentally <laughs> kicks him in the face and cripples him. Or We're horrible, dude. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if, if that? Sorry, Bill Goldberg. This is, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. No, he's Fuck not. You, I, no, no. I like you, Bill Goldberg. But could you imagine? Like, you're, go, like you're, your uh, whole music is Goldberg. Goldberg. Right. It's from the, it's a fucking, uh, it's the, it's. The, the the wicked witch of the west is uh like uh like her uh, what are they her guard singing oh, I don't even know what they sing but it's the same fucking song. Can you imagine if they uh one day he's like yeah he has like an incident at a restaurant and they get a defibrillator the moment the juice kicks in he like kicks the waiter that's resuscitating him it's like. <laughs> Oh man, uh, just, I, dude! Oh uh, uh, man! At the end uh, of the day, I'm I, I'm I agree with Goldberg. So after all the trolling, <laughs> I agree with Goldberg. You're next. <laughs> oh, you're next. He's like, <laughs> what is he like, eighty something now? Uh, he's not young. He's next. <laughs> well. <laughs> he probably is. I mean, like, you, you can't see it, but right here, there's a little skeleton hand just right about to touch this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> touch of death is coming, motherfucker. And I won't mourn a bit. You won't. I'm sure Brett will be pissed. He died before me. How dare he? <laughs> I'm sure he, Brett will piss on his grave. And oh, I'll. I'll Oh, you'll hold his cock. While I'm in the no, 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 I'll be in the background giving him a nice salute. <laughs> you know what? As someone who got Bret Hart's autograph way back when, you at, fucking motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, and I have a Polaroid too, and I'm wearing a cowboy jersey, and it was here in Fremont, which is even wilder. But um, uh, big time wrestling used to bring him out all the time. But anyway, uh. If you, if Brett were to be pissing on Goldberg's grave and you're saluting, I would take the picture, post it on our site, and give you the exclusives, <laughs> the exclusives to all our subscribers who follow us on our OnlyFans page. So look for the rare promotion opportunity comes up. Now, if the shoe's on the other foot and the hitman is six feet under and Goldberg's pissing on his grave or kicking his I'm grave. Calling just, I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. He's kicking the headstone. <laughs> Oh, we're going to hell. Oh, fuck. I sealed it. Oh, I sealed it. We, we, better, we better be right about this whole uh, God thing or we're screwed. Oh, I'm fucked. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go ahead and apologize to the families of Bill Goldberg and Brett the Hitman Art. I'm sorry. Not, not the actual people because they're both still alive. Oh, but... wait. They're not dead. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, let me apologize to Bill Goldberg personally and Brett Hart. I'm sorry. Sean, I always love you. HBK. Right. Uh, 
even though you were a dick in the beginning, but hey, <laughs> you, you were one hell of a wrestler, though. That's goddamn right. Anyways, That's goddamn right. I think I, I think we've like shit on these guys. <laughs> on accident, I it, it was was meant oh, to I, be. Oh, I shit on him on purpose. <laughs> this was meant to be intellectual, goddamn. No, no, it wasn't. It was meant to be mean and and honorary, and I I did my job. And I was, I'm drinking tequila, so it could be All right, so yeah. there's going to there's going to be a spoiler. <laughs> this, this is about this is about My Hero Academia. Um, there's going to be a spoiler in this, so if you do not want to hear the spoiler, if you're on our like, if our, you're on, I don't know, move forward, bitch. <laughs> You figure it out. You just, we have two. We have two people that support us. You just called them a bitch. You said, okay. "Move forward, bitch." All right. I, I'm sorry. I called you a bitch. Hold but, on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But you, move wait, forward. Don't. Uh, wait a minute. You're sorry to some rando, but not Bill Goldberg. No. <laughs> no. Bill Goldberg is not a rando. He's just an asshole. And I, I, I really do hope that he, he has to cut his own nuts off because that would make me happy. But would that make Brett happy? Yes. Probably. Yes, yeah, I, probably. I, yeah. I think it would. I anyways, think it would. Anyways, anyways. Okay, go for back it. Back to the thing. Um, there is a death uh, spoiler in this. So if you want to, if you don't want to hear it, move ahead. If you're like really into My Hero Academia, although if you're really into My Hero Academia, I would assume you already know this, so but whatever. Um now by the way, hold before we jump into this spoil by the way, the way they write all signs pointing to spoilers, death. Uh before we jump into it, the person who spoiled this RIP. Um but hold on. My hero academia. So just so everybody knows, uh academia is learnings, right? So if <laughs> You yourself find your heroes in the world of academia and the world of learnings. Well, then you can go thank a teacher. All right, done with my. Uh, I'm. I'm my. Are you, well, are you done <laughs> sucking your own dick right now? <laughs> oh, dude, at the Fallacio Estate, we never stop. Ew, <laughs> that was that was dirtier and grosser than I expected. <laughs> Holy shit! Too much. If you only, know, if only G Money had a couple less ribs, well, he'd probably do it too. Christ Almighty! It, here's the problem: you, you wouldn't could, be able to make it to work. You'd be, <laughs> you know how I could tell I put too much tequila. I'm beginning to sweat. <laughs> Is it getting hot in here? The climate's changing. Me too. <laughs> all right, all right. Spoiler, spoil some death for us. Okay, so in the last uh, manga chapter of My Hero Academia, there was a huge death. It was Bakugo. Now you don't know this because I don't think you watch my hero academia i don't think you read it right? i live it you you don't live shit motherfucker you you don't know anything about this right no i don't know <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about boy <laughs> okay so my so for my co-host uh, my hero academia is an anime slash manga about uh kids who are going through the academy to become heroes Okay, yeah. they all have superpowers. Um, the, the main character Deku uh, is, you know, like he's he's it, it's supposed to be his journey to becoming the greatest hero of all time. That's right. how they, yeah, and you know this from the beginning. And Bakugo is kind of like the ill-tempered, uh, 
rival at first, like bully at first, then rival, and then kind of friend, you know, kind of ill-tempered friend. Let's put it that way. He never really loses that ill-temperedness so, of him. Right. But my hero academia, like at least the fact that you're at hero school is very much like Soul Eater and like a gajillion other um, animes. Right. I mean, same thing. I, I mean, mean this one, this one's very well written. And the reason I. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not the, doubting that. I'm just saying that it's not uncommon for mangas and animes to be like kids at a hero school or teenagers at a hero school or a weapons school or, you know, you, you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, you. Yeah, I got that, you. that part. But like the reason I wanted to like um, kind of bring this up is this because we talked about killing off characters before. This is a, this is a death that I thought was really, really, really well done. And well here's done why: death. I didn't see it coming at all. And this guy is, is saying, "Oh, well, there were signs." I'm just like, "Shut the fuck up!" Because <laughs> no, no, no. Who is this? Uh, Kamala, Kam, Kamala, whatever. You're full of shit. Uh, you're good. What this guy did was—I don't know if it's a guy or a girl—but what this person did was they went back, they reread some of the stuff, and then they uh, kind of like just like shoehorned in some uh, some reasons why. Well, let's look. Why, let's why, look. Oh, oh, fine. Uh, Bakugo's character arc and uh, I want to read through all of it. All right. I don't <laughs> want to do readings for academia. Fuck no. Anyways, um. <laughs> The point is, like they were saying things like, "Oh, he was a he, he was a, he was like uh, the guy's rival who turned into his friend," and it wasn't that surprising that he died. And I'm like, "Yeah, it kind of was. No one was expecting this death, and if they say they were, they're full of shit." Uh, I'm I'm sorry, no, you weren't expecting it, and if you were expecting it, it's because you're batshit insane. He's one of the most popular characters in My Hero Academia. Some people like him more than Deku. So, I mean, no one saw it coming. Um, it was a grandiose death. He threw himself in front of the main uh, villain. Like, just to, like, he basically threw himself and started attacking, even though he, he knew he did not have a chance of winning. And I think his heart burst. Like, that's how hard he was fighting. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if he actually, he, there was a wound o- over his heart. So maybe maybe he just got hit there. But it seems like he might have been fighting so hard that his heart blew up. <laughs> but, but, or, well, to be fair, I've had, I've had wildly unhealthy family members have their hearts blow up. For different yeah. reasons. <laughs> yeah, well, he ain't overweight. So... Um, <laughs> or you know, snorting anything. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> oh, now you're calling my family. You're saying they're into the booger sugar. <laughs> Whatever, but like, well, I, yeah, but what like I'm saying, what you, and yeah. like we we talked before about the fact that uh, deaths in comics now they they've lost something, and part of it is because they keep bringing them back. So I'm just hoping. I am hoping beyond anything else that they do not bring Bakugo back. Yeah, no because need. If they bring him back, I'm going to be so pissed. Because then they will have ruined this perfect death. It, it, they couldn't, in my opinion, they could not have done this better. Exactly. They picked the perfect guy, they picked the perfect time, and then 
and they really did it uh, like they did it the perfect way to get the most emotion out of everybody and it's gonna piss me off so much if they fucking ruin this right i mean i'm thinking right now like i I, look you want a death to be meaningful then it has to have permanence because in real life that's why death is like super meaningful is because of how fucking permanent it is right so if you in the fictional world want your deaths to maintain meaning it has to be permanent it has to be permanent so the reason i mean fucking why does the end of uh red dead redemption go so hard or god of war god let's let me clarify god of war specifically the latest one on uh ps4 right or the only one on ps4 right they go hard because death is permanent right one is the death of a wife who leads her son and her husband on a journey and in Red Dead, the death of... Okay, by the way, spoiler, if you don't know Arthur Morgan dies, well, then your head's up your ass. And if you don't know John Marston if dies in the first game, well, then you, this part's not for you. The point is, the permanence of death drives those stories even harder because you're like, oh, shit. You know, like, like, despite your best efforts to either be a good outlaw, a bad outlaw, or whatever, like, there's permanence. There is no... Rockstar didn't revive anybody. You know, it is what it is. So... For my hero academia, for this to have the full weight, yeah, death has to be permanent. Otherwise, yeah. what's the meaning? That's yeah. why Superman has no stakes, right? <laughs> yeah, because you know they're gonna be back in at most a year. But yeah. um and and really it's gotten to the point where it's almost all comics nowadays. And it's and it's getting pretty sad. Like yeah, death very, has to be... as, the main two, Marvel and DC, whenever you see a death, you're like but when are they coming back? I mean, yeah, you, you don't I, think, oh my God, this person's gone for good. No, you think this person is either coming back or they're going to have someone, somebody you, you like a, a lot less take over their mantle or something right, like that. Right, right, right. Here's the thing. Look, I get Captain America passing on to Falcon, but in the MC, in the MCU, right, Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, right, point is, Tony Stark has to be dead. There ain't no coming back from that. We should never see Thanos again. I mean, there's a shit ton of characters we should never see again because <laughs> death needs to have permanence, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, th- th- then your audience gets conditioned to these swerves and they're less meaningful, right? Because if in, you know, say in six months, if he returns to My Hero Academia, well, then all that emotion built in, you're like, okay, well, they'll be back. I mean, just like when DC first killed Superman. Everyone was like, oh my god, Superman's dead. He's been killed. The cover's fucking iconic. But also, as a kid, I was like, I remember specifically thinking, like, they killed Superman, but how come he has an issue coming out the following month? Like, it didn't, it boggled my brain, but then it was like, oh, well, we now have five Supermen, and I think there was a was there a girl amongst them? I don't know. But remember, there was like the Man of Steel, the Man of Iron, the Man of like molten metals. You know what I mean? Like I was like, shit, there's a man for everything. And then Superman ultimately returns, and then and it just cheapens it. And it's like, look, find a guy, kill him, and and leave it dead. And then there's stakes. And better if you kill someone unexpectedly, so the audience isn't like <gasps> the audience isn't. Um, Expecting it, like, I almost wish, even though I'm a big Jon Snow mark in Game of Thrones, I almost wish they would have left him dead. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> then that would have been, like, 
that would have had permanence and meaning you had been like, oh shit. Like, fuck. They're I real consequences. They I wish they would have left him dead just so he didn't have to be in that clusterfuck of a last season. Be Well, if he would have hanged on, it would have saved everything, but <laughs> I love you, Kit. <laughs> oh, man. Rest in peace, uh, Game of Thrones. I don't have... Season eight. <laughs> No, rest in peace, uh, seasons one through seven. Fuck you, season eight. You rest in pain. Rest in piss. <laughs> All right, I think we can move on. Yeah, basically, death has to have permanence to be to maintain meaning. And you, you, and I, I have to say, is it Zack Snyder again? No, is well, it, but that's it's, not it's, it's his fans. Okay, I have to show on his fans. I, I I do want to say this. I don't have anything really against Zack Snyder. It's just his fans are so batshit insane. Oh, I mean... Oh, but that's the best types of fans because A, those fans I basically... Well, hold on. They pressured Warner Brothers to let him release his director's cut. And secondly... Which they're was just also, a shinier turd. He was said, still shit. So, so what about how shiny your shit is? It was just better than the okay. So the difference between an F minus and an F plus. <laughs> but anyway, still so, failing, motherfucker. <laughs> right. But here's the cool part. Here's the cool part. His fans went above and beyond the Call of Duty. What did they? What they do is right. Absolutely not. But if our two fans <laughs> loved us that much, that would be awesome. Really, would it be awesome <laughs> if they reportedly sent death threats to people? No, no, no. As long as I'm, well, I, as long as I'm, uh, hold on, as long as I'm not culpable in any of their misgivings, but I'm the beneficiary, yeah, what you do is what you do. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> Dude, they sent death threats to this Walter Hamada guy. And, um, I well, think that's not nice. Because, well, I think it was because, like, he <laughs> didn't, there were, like, there were like maybe some like where was it accusations of uh some like labor shit being uh a misconduct allegations on the reshoot of Justice League, and uh, this guy this guy didn't even do anything. The only thing this guy did was he didn't defend Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> and look at well, look at that picture. All right, that fuck. You hold the Gatling gun and go. <laughs> you, pretend, you. If it helps, pretend it's your penis. Anyway. No, nah, dude, and don't just, don't dis, don't diss Affleck. Yeah, Affleck's awesome. He was the I bomb in Phantoms. <laughs> anyway, sure it was. Anyways, um, yes, he the was. The point is, all this guy, all this poor man did was just not say anything. Are you talking about Ben Affleck? Or are you talking no. about fucking Walter Hamada? Hamada, man. Oh, okay. Are you talking about that fuck again? No, this poor man did not say anything, and he's getting death threats because Snyder fans are fucking psychotic. I mean, who sends death? Who has that much time on their hands that they're sending death threats over a guy not saying anything? Well, he didn't didn't do a damn thing. Well, his silence was incriminating. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> how, uh, how dare you! <laughs> dare. You uh, you fuck off with this gun right here! God damn it! No, but Zach, uh, 
I don't really dislike Zack Snyder, although he could stand to learn how to use fucking lighting in his movies. Every goddamn one I see of his is like fucking, I'm sitting there like, I gotta turn up my brightness because I can't see a damn thing. But, um, but is he a bad guy? No. No. I mean, not to my knowledge, anyways. No. Although if his fucking fans are... <laughs> No, that's just, we're judging. Okay, we're judging by his fucking psychotic fans, and maybe is. I don't know. Well, but I mean, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Well, just remember, Affleck was a bombing fan in jail. He was a bomb in the town too. So, dude, take that I love, I love a bunch of his movies. Yeah, same like, uh, well, it's not Affleck's not fault. Don't blame Affleck. No, he he was working with shit material. Yeah, and and so was Zack Snyder. I'm not saying it's his fault either. But it, it, but the movie wasn't good. We're just saying it was no, yeah, better yeah, yeah. than the absolute crap that we got the first time. <laughs> True. And, and let's be honest. Uh, even if you're a fan of Zack Snyder, you shouldn't be sending death threats to Walter Hamada. That being said, your hard work paid off. I don't care off. who you're a fucking fan of. You should not be sending death threats, period. Well, yeah. And by I mean, the way, let, let's we should as a culture move away from just saying death threats and just just not do it. Unless you're intent on it, and if you're yeah, intent well, on it, there's a hot fucking. T- <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah, no, no it's not. Uh, if you're not planning death on threats, sending but... death threats, we at the Comic Vacation Podcast say no. Right, and Ooh. if you send death threats, us we have two fans, so obviously <laughs> we know it's one of these. <laughs> we don't know who they are though. And, and please, you don't need to kill us to get your way. Just send a strongly worded letter. We'll probably acquiesce. <laughs> you don't need to kill my ass. I'll just not talk about politics. Sorry. No, I'll, sorry. I'll, I'll still talk about politics. Just don't listen, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. Take that with your monologue. Actually, actually, no. Listen, but like, turn off the volume or something so we still get the view. <laughs> you're, you're lucky we're not talking about the raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that, dude. I'm I'm so <laughs> trumped out right now. Although, oh, yeah. I there might be a skit coming out with me and a oh, dude, I re- Trump-esque. <laughs> hold on. Hold, hold on. I, I read one of the funniest tweets. And it was like Trump may be the only, only uh, fucking, uh, the only secret cell or sleeper cell, or alluded to him being KGB. Might be the only KGB that can't spell espionage. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's true. I swear to God, I, I could, I could, I could totally see like Trump hiding these documents for like a nefarious use down the road. I could also see him totally just being unaware like stupidly unaware of what the fuck he's doing <laughs> and being like well shit i didn't know i, I, could, I could do that i just think he walked past those documents and thought hey that'll work for like uh jack off papers yeah like like trump <laughs> like, has these equal moments of where i'm like oh my god he's he's totally like uh in the no criminal and there's other times where i'm like he's just I don't. I won't even use that word. Instead, you know who Mr. Magoo is—the guy who just yeah, kind of yeah, like. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, he's, he's just like he, Mr. Magoo. He, he seems like he's like walking, but like and just accidentally missing shit. Yeah, but except for committing, instead of like accidentally, you know, almost like killing missing. himself, he's instead just committing crimes as he goes. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! I did. I didn't know. I couldn't flush these incriminating documents down the toilet. I thought that was totally legit. 
And then he's like, well, what about Obama? Obama took papers with him. And it's like he did, except he turned them over to a curator to create a presidential library. Like, and he only took declassified docs. He didn't take any classified. Like, there's such a... Oh, God. Dude, and, and, then he's, and then he's like, but I declassified all this shit before I left. And, and then you can't do that, though. <laughs> but um, I was... I can just think of like uh, like Trump going, but I was a president. I was a president. I could <laughs> like, do like, like a, a petulant, from... yeah, like a petulant child. Yeah. Sometimes, and it's so weird because sometimes I'm like, like he's sometimes too dumb to take seriously, but sometimes no. I think <laughs> that he's smart for portraying that because then people don't take him seriously when he's actually really trying to do some shit yeah that's the only reason he got in above like hillary the first time because all the like democrats were like there's no way he's getting in <laughs> she's got it in the bag no, I, and then in, we realized no, how bad of a candidate she in, was. in in 2015 i had a debate with my dad and my dad was like oh he's done uh, once grabbed by the pussy came out my dad was like he's done there's no no way he survives that and uh, i dude, and i remember i remember i said this at, at there's an island at my parents house in the kitchen and i was on, where i'm the, talking around the island and i remember i said specifically i said i don't know this almost feels like a wrestling situation it almost feels like because whoever the Democratic at the time, you know, it was Hillary, but I was still holding out hope that Bernie uh, would have got the nomination. But my point was, whoever the Democrat candidate needs to be, oh, it, this is almost playing out like like on Monday Night Raw. You need a, a you need the antithesis. You need someone to say, well, you know, what, you ground by the pussy, and I'm a, you know, turn this boot sideways and stick his favorite. You know what I mean? You almost yeah. can't fight. You need you, someone you, who's willing mm-hmm. to like talk shit. To right, the you, talker. right, you almost can't fight Trump with logic. You know what I mean? Because it. What do you mean almost? <laughs> you can't. Like, uh, he babbles <laughs> on about shit, and his fucking fan base just yells, "Yeah!" yeah. In fact, yeah, and and the only he, reason, even the only... by the by the end of his like second like run when he lost to um to Sleepy Biden. Joe. Yeah, to Sleepy Joe. I don't like calling him that. I, I don't either. I don't either. I know it's a, the right wing uses it, but I just, well, no, he's goofy. He did, yes, he falls off bikes. Uh, dude, I don't even care. He's an old man. He, why is he even on a bike? But, um, but, but, but the fact that that guy beat Trump, I mean, it just shows how weak Trump was to begin with. Oh, completely. I mean, and how the fact that I, I'll be honest, look, I want there before I die, I hope to see a female president. But I I will not I'm not saying that she should have lost to Trump when I or say Hillary, but I don't find Hillary likable. I'm just gonna go out and say and I'm a liberal, but I but I still, you know, obviously I voted for her and we lost, but I don't find her very likable, and I don't think any middle section of the country found her very likable. Also, well, of course I mean, not. Donald Trump be her, but I mean, but he was at a WrestleMania in a hair v hair match. <laughs> and and here's man. the thing: people, people, do people forget this? But Trump barely beat her. Like she oh, still yeah. got the popular vote. Oh, completely. I, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I mean, if Trump can only barely beat her. Like, there's not many people he could beat, in my opinion. No, like, in fact, we, 
we have to put up some pretty crappy people. But here's the thing about a woman president. I do want a woman president just as much as you, but it has to be a good woman president. Oh, it yeah, can't yeah. just be like, because here's the thing. The misogynistic part of the male society is going to be like 10 times harder on any female president. Exactly. It's not going to be like Obama where it's like, as long as he's not a complete douchebag, he's right. better than the right. It's got to be like a, uh, it, it's got to be someone smart who can get shit done. And uh, I mean, granted, women yeah. are better at that than men anyways, but but, uh, but it's got to be a yeah. likable person. It's got to be all that type of shit because otherwise the right's going to like just decimate her like, oh, for yeah. no fucking reason. I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, and, and you see who the right puts out there. I mean, literally <laughs> Donald Trump, right? I mean, you can't <laughs> we, get any more r- ridiculous than that. Remember Palin? Remember Palin? Oh my God, yeah. She was like, I could... <laughs> She's like, I could see Russia from my window. I'm like, yeah, because you live on the Bering Strait. You live on the fucking Bering Strait. So no shit, you can see Russia. Which is which is wild to me that Russia's that fucking close to us. But anyways. But wow. here's the other thing. Alaska's not connected by land to the United States. It's more like we punked Canada for a corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but here's the thing did, did, did you ever see, hear her like talk about like the revolutionary paul revere yeah and uh i remember did you hear about it i don't know if i remember that specific soundbite but i've heard her speak a bunch of times no 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 this is what she said she said yeah he was riding telling everybody thing shooting guns in the air she made the paul revere ride into a fucking yosemite sam cartoon yeah well and and uh, and here's the thing anyone who knows anything about the paul revere ride knows you had to kind of be quiet you were sneaking around british uh redcoats you can't be shooting your yeah, and and you're probably writing as fast as you can to get a, you know, the center not, of wherever. Not stopping to go back. Yeah, yeah. You're the British. You're warning people. Here's the other thing. Here's I remember Tina Fey used to be Sarah Palin on uh, Saturday Night Live, and Sarah Palin was John McCain. It's weird. Like this is how how crazy politics have been. John McCain, who I was never a fan of, turns out to be like a sane Republican. You know what I'm like? Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> I, I, I did not dislike John McCain. Don't get me wrong. I disliked some of his policies. <laughs> right. But, but I did not like him as a person. But I, I, you know what? I didn't dislike I, him as a person. But here's he the thing. Person. Yeah, I can, yeah, exactly. And I can respect the fact that he stuck to his guns. He didn't like he didn't like what Trump was saying, and he took that to his grave. He never he never never turned coat. Ted Cruz, literally Ted Cruz, his father was insulted by Donald Trump and now he kowtows them. I'm like, oh my God, what a, what a, what a bitch. Like, <laughs> man, I, I, look, you could take, you could take uh, Jerry Jones. If he insults my dad, I mean, I'll probably still watch Cowboys, but I won't put money towards it. You know what I mean? Like you won't catch me in public being like, well, no, fuck you. You insulted my family. Eat a dick, right? Like, very, very succinctly. But yet, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, all got insulted like, by Trump. All of them look like the the kids that would get beat up on a daily basis because they oh, just yeah. were a piece of shit. Yeah, and and let me say something straight before anyone goes. Well, Ted Cruz is uh, from Tech. No, he's not. Ted Cruz is from Canada. God damn it. 
And I, now I like can, Canadians, but you had that whole maple leaf or uh, not maple leaf, uh, fucking maple syrup thing and nooses. Well, they can take Ted Cruz back, goddamn it, because that's where uh, Teddy Cruz. And by the way, dude, Ted you guys, Cruz, uh, we gotta make a deal with Canada. You can, you guys can have Ted Cruz. Canada. Yeah. over Gretzky. We, we we like Gretzky. Yeah, you send us. Yeah, exactly. Send us my Jesus. <laughs> And uh, we'll give you Teddy Cruz. We'll I mean, give you, you're... We'll, we'll give you, we'll give, we'll give you Cruz. We want Gretzky, and you and know we'll, we'll throw we'll, in we'll, we'll give you back Bieber. Yes, because I don't like him either. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't like Bieber's music, but I have no problem with the dude personally. Just that well, his the, music from what I heard, he was an asshole. He was like throwing like okay, but, but, but yeah, true. No, no, I've heard that, but Amir, it, well. Well, well to be you, fair, like we done much worse. Right, but, but if you gave us at 16, 17 years old, if you gave us millions of dollars I'd and, be in jail right and now. no supervision and everybody being yes men to us, like nobody saying no, don't do that, right? Everyone kind of surprised he doesn't have kids. Exactly. That's my point. Is like you you could go worse. I mean, I kind of would have Lindsay Lohan it. I'd have been high <laughs> off drugs, committing crimes. You would have Lindsay Lohan did with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> if there's a God. If I can, you know what? When I go to bed tonight, if I could dream that scenario, I, I love Lindsay. I swear to God. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move on. We, we've, gone too, we, we've taken this too political. Um, Deadpool, it looks like there's going to be a new Deadpool like a comic book. Oh wow! So, Shocker. <laughs> I wonder if it has something to do with the popularity of the movies. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it should be interesting. I mean, it'll be yeah. interesting to see if they uh, if they do like full on Deadpool like they used to do in the uh, in the comics. No, probably it's the new Deadpool. Be, it's you know, it's Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, which by the way is a much more likable Deadpool. Uh, yeah, than yeah, what yeah. his original incarnation was. But, yeah, no, look, Deadpool hits and Deadpool hits to an audience nowadays. I like Deadpool. A lot of other people do, too. Um, as long as, look, just don't pacify the character. Give it They're a... going to pacify the character. <laughs> well, you can pacify him in a way that where you can still make money. Yeah, uh, like, right? I, I, I hope they keep him the way he is, in the, at least in the movies. Yeah, no, they have, they have to, because I'm pretty sure that even the character is going to be based off uh, Ryan Reynolds' uh, Deadpool. Because let, let, you know, as much as like we can argue who's the best Batman, hands down, Ryan Reynolds is the best Deadpool. What if in the comic books, like Deadpool, like meets Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> and Ryan, like on the right on, on the set of, the of Green episode. Lantern. No, on the set of Green Lantern too. They already did that, dude. Or Green Lantern in the movie. Oh, is that the end credit scene? Yeah, the end credit scene oh, was he. He was about then, to read the green read the script for the Green Lantern, and then uh, and he and shoots the, him in the back. Of the- and then they do the little Logan, the thing from uh, Logan or Wolverine Origins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, never Where mind. he had his mouth. Oh my god, that was just so. Funny. So, so you mean to say I'm just remembering the credit scenes and hoping they do it again? <laughs> yes. Well, there. Yes. Well, good on you, Ryan Reynolds. Salute. No, no but he, he like shows up at the like uh, uh, Deadpool three. It's Ryan Reynolds like just 
just like uh, asking for a latte and he just lops off his head or something like that. Yeah. Or, or he goes to meet Ryan Reynolds, but it's really Rob McElhaney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And then, uh, and then it's like, wait a minute. And then Deadpool takes off his mask and it's Ryan Reynolds. And then it's like, oh, hey, there you are, buddy. And that's all a giant promotion for the soccer team they own in Wales, Wrexham. Anyways, moving on. No, 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 not moving on. I keep, I want to keep up different scenarios. Um, he, uh, he, he shows up at the Ryan, and they, they, they just have a little talk. Who's Ryan Reynolds I'm married to? Oh shit, Mrs. Reynolds. <laughs> okay, well, whoever Mrs. Reynolds is, like, I think uh, she's an actress. Like, I think she is too. I just don't. I can't for the life of me. Uh, or a supermodel, or a supermodel actress. I don't know. She's pretty. I think. I, I, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure she is. She's a actress. But yeah, like uh, Deadpool, he like uh, like he's talking to Ryan Reynolds and his wife is in the thing, <laughs> and Deadpool goes in there and uh, basically has sex with her. Her thinking it's her husband. That'd be wild. Uh, I mean, it'd be a little rapey. <laughs> well, you're only you and your. I mean, partly her fault for not realizing. It's... <laughs> why? Why does your dick look like an avocado? <laughs> well, that's a watermelon behind you, which looks like a vagina. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> All right, let's move stupid. Yeah. We're, we're getting stupid. Let's move on. Yes. When we've offended the Reynolds um, now, Oh, yes. So, Clerks 3 is adding more... Uh, we should go to San Francisco, by the way. I was thinking about that. Is it not going to be at, like, AMC, or...? No, 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 because there's a Q&A afterwards. Oh, okay. Well, scroll down. Scroll down. I'm sure they list the... Wasn't San Francisco one of them? I don't think they list them. Okay, never mind. Anyways, oh, but the the point is, like they're they're adding more dates because it's just so freaking popular, and I'm thrilled about this because I love Clerks. Like the I love Clerks one, I love Clerks two. I actually like Clerks two more than I liked Clerks one. Like, you know, just because they're... it was so like so fucked. Up. Okay, uh, I will say there's parts of Clerks two that I like better than Clerks one parts, and there's parts of Part one, like, I don't know which one. Like, if you were to, I mean, I kind of have to stay with the original, but yeah, but you, know. you were one of those people, like, you grew up with the original. I actually didn't see the original until later in, in my uh cinematic career <laughs> or later on in watching movies. So, I, I was a little bit of a late bloomer in the uh clerks, uh, like, well, in clerks, I guess, I don't know right? To add a little local, uh. Bay Area love in the original Clerks. Jay is wearing a San Jose Sharks hat. So there you go. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I was so late to it. I actually watched uh, Jay and Silent Bob strike back before I worked, watched Clerks 1. Oh, shit. You were way late. <laughs> yeah, I was way late. <laughs> the, well, okay. So I saw Mallrats. And from Mallrats, I saw Clerks and... No, I, I saw Mallrats pretty early. No, but, but but that's what I'm saying is I saw Mallrats, and after I saw Mallrats, I was like, oh, this is sick. Let me see Clerks. And I was like, oh, this is cool, too. 
So then I saw Chasing Amy, Dogman. So then that's how I got into Kevin's oh, basically after you, Mario. You're going to be pissed at me. I've never seen Chasing Amy. Finger cuss. So you don't <laughs> get the reference. Uh, but no, Chasing Amy's cool too. Like a lot of people diss it, but like, like I don't know how I would react in that situation. I kind of, I feel for Ben Affleck's character in terms of it really questions masculinity and what exactly... Like, do you love the person or are you off put by what their past is like? There's a lot of chasing Amy. I think it gets overlooked and kind of dissed, but chasing Amy also has one of Silent Bob's best speeches, right? So at the diner, uh, I have, heard, I think I've heard the speech online. It, it yeah, sick. yeah, yeah. And, and but the point is, chasing Amy gets a lot of heat, but chasing Amy I thought was pretty cool, but. You know, it's early Kevin Smith I mean, and a lot of early Kevin yeah. Smith movies. Uh, I think his later works are with the knowledge of the universe being really connected. Chasing Amy, it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, Jane Silent Bob, you know, happened to be passing through. And I'm sure he'll be like, well, there's also a bunch of other, you know, a bunch of other connections. But the point is, uh, Chasing Amy, I like. I like Chasing Amy. <laughs> But but I will say this: not laugh out loud funny like Mars. Yeah, but like I mean, I think all the movies have their place. Although I can't really say much about Chasing Amy because I haven't seen it yet. But um, like they all have their place. They're just different movies. Oh, know? completely. Yeah, so. co- completely. And then like Clerks has like the original. Could, I, here's the thing: I could totally yeah. see if you like went and watched maybe like Clerks or went and watched Mallrats, and then you watched Chasing Amy. You'd probably be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely different than, like, Dogma, you know. Oh, dude, Dogma is one of my fucking favorite movies. Oh, dude, the shit demon. You know what's it's funny? It's Here's the weird part about Dogma. I don't know why, but it almost doesn't exist on DVD anymore. Like, it's mm-hmm. fucking, it's one of the hardest movies to get. I don't know, man. I, I would just watch it online, but whatever. No, but what, that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing, though. I have the Dogma DVD, so I already. I so don't... what you're saying is you're gonna gift me the yeah, Dogma. I, I am, and I'm gonna. I'll gift you Chasing Amy, but I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, you're probably not gonna laugh for two straight hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... I'd be more worried about there being like cum spots on the fucking DVD. Zach and Mary make porno. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I, I just want to talk about this because I love Kim Smith, I love Clerks, yeah, it, and I'm happy. I'm happy they're getting more. Uh, they're getting a lot of love for fans. no, and and I am too because at the end of the day, good people and the fact that Kevin Smith, look, every time you hear him talk, he he's down for people, like he helps yeah, people. He seems like the most genuine person. Oh, like, he does. Yeah. Like and then he, the, he's like he's like uh, like Tom Hanks, but cooler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, he's like Tom Hanks if you could approach him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, well, did you hear about that one thing about Tom Hanks? Like, uh, some uh, not. Here's the thing. But did they totally knock his? Yeah, yeah but he, didn't they, they knock his wife they, over or some shit? Uh, they yeah, they pushed his wife out of the way and I'm like, yeah, I would have, I would have bitch spacked that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't blame. Tom I don't Hanks blame him for man, that. Tom Hanks just yelled at him. He's a saint. Yeah, I know. No, but, and, and by the way, that Tom Hanks. Look, if you're gonna get, if someone's getting a righteous, I'll be like, oh man, can you believe he was, 
you know, disrespectful to that paparazzi guy. I'm like, they pushed his fucking wife. Like, like, like you push. How, how can you not be? Not be, right? Like, you push my wife. Look, I'm going to try to throw hands. And if you whoop my ass, you whoop my ass. But if not, I'm whooping your ass. You know what I mean? Like, you don't push my wife. Like, you can ask me a question. You don't need to, you don't need to knock my wife out of the way. By that same yeah. token. Yeah, dude. Let me read. I like Jenna. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, if I'm with you, I'll be holding you down. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So, no, I feel you on that. So, like, I don't blame Tom Hanks for that, but obviously, online people are like, "Well, he should. He's a celebrity. He's in the public eye. He shouldn't be talking down to people." But I I'm don't all... even think celebrities really got on him because, or like, even fans really got on him. No, 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 like, not all. So... Some. He is Some. so beloved by people. Like I, I, I honestly think that the Pope could like, could like you know, yeah, oh, yeah. do something to Tom Hanks, and and people would just be like, "What the fuck is wrong with the Pope?" Exactly. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: Tom Hanks, generational actor, seems like a good dude. Uh, he's a little hard to. Oh, and by the way, uh, his roots are here in the Bay Area, the theater at Alone. And, he, and mm-hmm. if I'm mistaken he's a huge writer fan, fan he is yeah which makes him instantly a good person yeah and but uh, but admittedly you know there's you know he's got press out there but he's not so open unlike kevin smith who's extremely open so kevin, kevin smith, smith is a, he's, he's like super yeah but he that but that i think makes him super relatable right because yeah. people people are like all right that that's someone who who can on one end be part of this select group of like so-called like, Hollywood. Like right? Tom but Hanks then... is one of those guys. Tom Hanks is like a guy I'd want to get an autograph from. Like Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith is a guy who is one I, a guy I want to take a shot with. You know? Yeah, exactly. Have a, yeah, exactly. Kevin Smith, yeah, definitely. And the fact that he, Kevin Smith makes it seem like, well, in in I think that's a good thing. Kevin Smith is like he always seems to build up people and. He, you know what I mean? I'm like, that's cool. Like the fact that you you listen to this a big fat unpaid promotion for uh, Kevin Smith's podcast, but one of my favorites at least a couple years ago was uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old because it's all about how Jay got sober and a lot of it's through help from Kevin Smith. The fact that he never gave up on his friend, I think, is endearing. But the fact that now everything's so intertwined. The fact that he keeps him in his movies, but in a personal level, he, you know, now he's like, he's this excellent father. He's friends with my daughter. Like, this, the whole synergy. Like, there's a wholesome vibe. But yet, you get the raunchiest jokes in a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> Dude, uh, like, I, I look at, like, Clerks too, and I still am, like, shocked at that. Uh, uh, I don't want to say the slur, but the the slur that oh, yeah. this dude like uh, yeah. <laughs> kept trying to bring back um yeah i don't want to i don't want to yeah. get kicked off of well, YouTube well that, okay but, but you got to think too right that's kind of the satire situation is you know it's wrong he's trying to say it but he's not it's more like in a very weird way that's like 1980s new jersey right where the vsq universe is like basically centered out of right where kevin smith's from right new jersey right so like this idea that i know it's wrong i know i shouldn't i'm gonna argue semantics about why i think i could say it 
but then there's the voice of reason being like dude you're like that's the problem is you you just don't realize that you don't just you don't just drop i know what you're talking about um, um i'm not gonna say it either but yeah <laughs> anyways if you want to know what we're talking about go watch a movie and, but, and but that's I, not a bad I, thing I, I think you'll figure it out pretty quickly once you watch the movie yeah it, it, they're, they're, it's pretty in your face exactly but at the same time too could you imagine making movies with all sorts of so-called vulgarities but yet in the very wholesome mcu you're like basically part of it because stanley or his relationship to stanley i think got at that cameo on the scene in um is it miss marvel where she's on the train and stanley's reading the script for mall rats and it's wow. yeah and i think she remember she's on a train and that's the stanley cameo but he's reading the script for mall rats and it says mall rats directed by kevin smith directly referencing kevin smith yeah Boom, boom. All right. Ready to move on? Yeah, let's do it. All right. And by the way, if you're a comic book fan, you should know that Kevin Smith sold his entire comic collection, or at the time, most of his comic collection, to Bankroll Clerks 1. He did. Because mm-hmm. he's and a G. He is. He's a G. And he also owns the Secret Stash in, I believe it's in Red Bank, New Jersey. So if you're ever out in Jersey, uh, head on over to Red Bank and go peep out. Jay and Silent Bob Secret Sash. It's a cool All comic right. store. Anyway, so, they have a whole TV show. They don't need the promotion. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so this doesn't really need to be that long. Crunchyroll acquired right stuff. Um, for those who don't know, Crunchyroll is an anime, like a streaming site. I- I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you probably know what Crunchyroll is. But if you don't, it's a st- it streams anime. And Right Stuff is like one of the biggest U.S. Uh, like uh, distributors for uh, like anime shit, like you know, like toys and all that kind of stuff. So, um, how will it co- affect the consumer? I mean, honestly, it'll make it easier to get shit. Probably <laughs> not that yeah. it's that hard right now, but I mean, like, you gotta assume that Crunchyroll has like license to do a lot of different like uh shows because i think didn't they buy out funimation not too long ago or the other way around or something i don't know but like so you basically have now have the licenses to damn near all the fucking anime that's coming out yeah i mean but here's the here's the problem and and you see this with streaming services right enough streaming services own enough of I, the IPs that we all love that we in essence sort of have to subscribe to them all like there's well that's there's, the fucking point that's what they want to happen no I, I get it but that isn't necessarily what's best for consumers right because what's best for consumers would be pay make one payment to one source that gives you everything instead we have to make tiny payments to a million sources that give us just a piece of what we want Right. You call me bastard. No, 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 but what I'm what I'm saying is at some point, at some point, uh at some point I would hope that a streaming service, whether it be Crunchyroll, well, let me clarify, Crunchyroll in the terms of anime, but someone steps up and is like, all right, I'm buying the rights to fucking everything. And we're making one service and everybody, you know, you pay your your 
whatever the amount is, whether it's twelve dollars, fifteen dollars, and and then you get everything. You don't got to buy anybody else's shit. But right now, because like I think about it right now, I'm like, God damn, I got like, there's literally a list of passwords I had to write down to remember them all. Netflix, Hulu, fucking YouTube TV, uh, Direct TV, ESPN Plus, Disney Plus. You know, like fucking some Fubo TV, like so many goddamn apps. So like fucking Discovery Plus, HBO Max. I mean, like you name it, there's a fucking app for it and you got to get it in order to stream what you want. Right. Mm-hmm. And it gets fucking annoying. It really, yeah. really gets fucking annoying. I mean, annoying. yeah, but I, I think the acquisition of right stuff, because right stuff is not a streaming service. It's just this. It's, it's a company that uh, distributes right. like toys and shit for the no, anime. but but you but in order to consume any anime IP, right? Then that means you're gonna have to. Okay, cool. But let's let's buy all the anime and put it all on Crunchyroll. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So that way you're not like. I mean, well, if I'm being honest, if if I can't find an, anime I think I'm a little on... butt hurt because Netflix now is more expensive than what it was. Before. What? Netflix is more expensive than what it was before. Oh, so you just heard about that? I think I am but... because overall I'm like, damn, does this mean now I got to stream? Like, what other things do I, in order to watch what I want to watch? How much, how many more services do I have to sign up I mean, for? I mean, not, not for nothing. You can get all this shit free. <laughs> and on a side note, NFL Sunday Ticket is last year it's on DirecTV, so next year hopefully one of the big dogs buy it and that way i can uh lose direct tv right sorry direct tv oh yeah what what is direct tv satellite it was satellite but then there's a streaming component to it but because they have sunday ticket the only way i could watch my beloved cowboys without fail here in the bay area because here's the wild part if if we're not in the same window as the niners they always show our games so I mean, you get six to eight games a year, which is half the season, just on national TV for Dallas. And then the other half, you get most of them locally here because they're a big draw. But maybe four or five times a year, they're on at the same time the Niners are on, and while we're in the Bay Area, so they show the Niners game, which I get. So I had to get DirecTV to watch the Cowboys. So yeah, long I mean, story luckily, short. Luckily for me, even though – Vegas. Oh, I know. Raiders uh, are in Vegas, but they, they be in the Bay Area, so they're still they, going to play them. Oh, my God. They still – in fact, it was funny because I remember when you guys moved to Vegas two years ago, I was like, oh, does that mean CBS? Because then that means CBS can – because you're no longer a local team. CBS could air whatever game they choose on their slate that weekend. I was like, oh, does that mean CBS is going to allow – you're going to be able to see more of a selection from the AFC. And it's like, no, Bay Area CBS is still going to show Raiders. And I was like, oh, you funny guys. You funny, funny boys. Dude, how could you not know that they were going to do that? Well, here's the thing. There's I was still all... a shitload of, oh, like, Oakland oh, or Raiders. Raiders fan. Oh, my God. I... The Bay Area. The, the Raiders are one of the few teams where you could be – where their fans are not centralized in one area. You like – Raider fans are in the Bay Area. They're in Los Angeles. They're in yeah. Vegas. So, yeah, no, I get that. Like, uh, there, there was someone, I can't remember who said it. it. It was some TV personality. They said, you could go anywhere in the world. You could go to the, uh, like, the jungles of, like, Af- I don't know, say the jungles of South Africa. 
Yeah. And you find an indigenous tribe that has absolutely no contact with the, uh, the outside world. You'll find that tribe and one Raider fan talking shit about the Tuck game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's true. I mean, Raider fans are everywhere. I Every every city I spent considerable time in, at some point I've come across the Raider logo. I, and you can only say that about a few NFL teams. The Cowboys, uh, one of them. The Raiders are one of them. Unfortunately, um, the Niners are one of them. And the Steelers. It is so wild that Pittsburgh. And by the way, I've been to Pittsburgh. It's a fucking nice city, but it's small. It's not as big as I thought, but really cool. A lot of bridges. Um, but people love the goddamn Steelers. I, I've seen a lot of Steeler love. And I've been, I don't love I've been the Steelers. in. I know. Well, hold on. Let me clarify. As a Raider fan, you shouldn't love the Steelers, but I've been in Europe and seen their fucking like logo and merch, and I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> like, I get, I got the Cowboys because we're kind of a global brand. I get the Raiders because they're fresh as shit and their colors are cool as hell. I, I mean, I guess black and yellow and black and silver. The black part's cool, but like, damn, <laughs> the Steelers get around. <laughs> mm. So, immaculate oh, deception. I, oh, immaculate yeah. The ball was on the ground. Yeah, all the Yinzers are like, they're laughing about it. But yeah, we know. So, yeah, by, yeah. The, by the way, cool story. Check this out. John Madden, for the legacy he created, I think he only coached like eight seasons. That's how fresh it was. He didn't need no 20 years to make a legacy. He got in, got out. That's like how I, that's how I had sex. Get in, get out. <laughs> well, he probably wouldn't be around still if he had stayed in too long. <laughs> like that shit, coaching a football team like that raises your blood pressure, motherfucker. It makes me want to vanish. I mean, hell, I just watch the Raiders and have the time my blood pressure is up. Yeah, you and me both, but you can especially for the Cowboys last twenty Raiders. fucking years. Because I know, right? They kind of sucked, but anyways, moving on. Moving on. It is, I believe... Time for Paul of the Week. Yep. Now, for those of you, maybe not you, because I don't think you were on that particular podcast, but for those of you who who listened to it, the two people, Mm -hmm. I I don't even know if they were there for this one. It's been a while. But um, Vanish might sound a little like uh familiar because i did do a separate piece on it so i feel like you should have seen it coming that i would do this as a uh, poll of the week yeah i'm gonna let you read it because my reading is shit and i'm tired all right let's do this as an adult oliver leads an average cookie cutter suburban life aside from the fact that he's mentally unstable massively paranoid smokes like a chimney and gets blackout drunk every night to hide from his horrific nightmares. Will the arrival of a superhero team called the Prestige prove the madness isn't all in Oliver's head? And what about all the epic what about all the epic fantasy crap from his childhood? Join us for a brutal as hell tale of magic worlds, magic worlds, gifted youths, evil sorcerers, superheroes, war, blood, guts, and death punches you right in the fucking face. I added the fucking <laughs> it was a good ad. A good yeah, ad. But exactly. um Yeah. This this just sounds like a really interesting book. It's it's definitely sounds like it's gonna be like bloody as shit. Um, sounds cool. And I mean uh, this is one I'm definitely getting. 
I, I really, really like this one. This one's coming out on the September 21st, which for those in the know is about four days before my birthday. So Exactly. I, I, I'm going to get myself a little birthday present, but uh, I'm probably going to get it online. So I'm probably So not you going to get it until like October or November, but I'm going to get myself a little birthday present of this one. Make, make it a little gift to myself. So your birthday's on Saturday this year. I have checked the calendar. Yeah, 25th is Saturday. The 26th. No. No, no, your birthday's on a Sunday then. No. I'm on crack cocaine. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm trying. Hold on. Let me do this But backwards for the love for of a second. God, I'll Yeah, bring up the calendar. no, no. Your birthday is a Sunday. Your Hold birthday on is a Sunday. It is a Sunday. Yeah. You know why? Because you're on a Sunday the 25th. Um, my wife's, uh, so like our nephew uh, is the 26th. And uh, my daughter is the 27th. So I will know three people in three consecutive days of birthdays. I don't think that, I think that's the first time that's ever happened. Um, so Omir, I have, 25th, uh, Jackson, the 26th, and Jimenita, the 27th. Oh, there you go. Three birthdays. I don't, I, I'm, ours aren't that close, but my dad's is the 15th, my niece's is the 23rd, and I'm the 25th, so, yeah. There you We, go. we got three people in, uh, September as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyways, moving along. Moving on, we only kill each other. So this is a mob tale, but a mob tale unlike any other takes place in 1938. So basically as World War II is the beginnings are ripping through Europe, you have a large Nazi sympathizing contingency here in the United States, which is very true to real life. The Nazis actually held a rally in New York and uh, was very well attended. So it's not like Nazism wasn't here. It wasn't always, it wasn't always the enemy. It wasn't the enemy until it needed to be the enemy. We could put it like that. So basically this is about a Jewish, uh, a Jewish mafia crew or a within the Jewish mafia, a uh, young soldier making their way up in the world of the mafiosos. But because they're Jewish, they, They are into organized crime, but they also got to kill some Nazis. So, So it, it's basically mafia versus Nazis. yes, except This is for, this is but and here's the wild part too, because the mafia, like the origins of mafiosos, are in Italy, which turns out Italy at the time was also fascist. But yet the mob, the mafia or La Cosa Nostra in Italy helped fight against that fascism. So. A lot of a lot of intertwinings here. So this one should be cool. I love gangster films. I love gangster uh, gangster representation, pop culture. I've always been a big fan of gangster books. Um, big fan of reading about La Cosa Nostra and, and mafioso. So this is right down my alley. So we only kill each other. Y'all should uh, y'all should peep this out, and you probably could peep it out right now if Yeah, you're astute. well, I mean, it looks like, it looks like you can get it with a uh, Kindle Unlimited if you have that, so Yeah, free. So yeah, yeah, it's a comics, comicsology and it looks like original. it looks like it's a five book run. That's yeah. So y'all should peep I'm it. gonna buy it. Hell, <laughs> I'm a, but I'm, um, it I'm actually, gonna pick it up. yeah, it actually has uh, some. We can see some of it. 
Yeah, I'm I'm excited about the story. Also on the cover, that's a Tommy gun. So there you go, the Thompson submachine gun. It's pretty cool. Yeah, this is this looks pretty sick. Yeah, I I liked it. I'm gonna probably I'll probably read it during like my lunch I'm tomorrow. Probably read, probably read it. it. Well, I'm talking about during my lunch tomorrow. But if not, I will read it when I get home because. Uh, you know the timing, but yeah, no, I'm def. Oh, I'm definitely gonna read it, but whether it's tomorrow or when I get home tomorrow night, I can't promise you. Hey, teacher, what are you reading? Here, take a look. <laughs> we all uh, I don't know. If, I'll tell my students about it. I don't know if I will. You know, if I'm not mistaken, your your students are a little bit older, right? They are. They're at least yeah. There's juniors and seniors, so they're the older, the older crew. So I'm I can't. Sure I, I'm not sure if their parents are. So I, I I can tell them about it, but let's put it this way: while while I'm at work, I gotta keep it by the book. Sure you do. Uh, why do I not believe that? Oh, well, believe what you want, but because well, I don't act like it outside it. Oh, but would you look at that? Well, oh, look. who would have thunk it? The pull wick is over. Yeah, pull the week is over. Um, and the tums are where I left them. But yeah, dude, there's a lot less of them. I had, <laughs> I had a bit, of, I had a bit of um, uh, heartburn oh. over the last week, and um, I, I I gotta tell you, man, those uh, you know the fruity tums. Yeah, they make those two like damn good. Um, oh yeah, no, oh they like they taste, they taste like candy, dude. Um, I know they taste good. Like, like, you know it's bad if you're, like, hoping you get heartburn. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I want to take more of it. Uh, I used to really be... Is my heartburn at, like, a two, three, four... No, no, that... I, I feel you. I used to really like these Pepto-Bismol tablets. So, <laughs> I would be like, oh, shoot, I, I think my stool's a little loose. But it wasn't. It was just, I wanted to eat the fucking Pepto-Bismol By the end of it, by the end of it, you would just go here, like, like just liquid. <laughs> it was like a waterfall. A beautiful, beautiful. The nastiest smelling waterfall ever. Flowing like the Colorado River. Mm-hmm. Flowing uh, from like the, um, a dungy. Yeah. Well. Anyway. <laughs> so. So before we end this edition of the Comification Podcast, it must be said: if you're still with us, log on to our OnlyFans. We hit, don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> hit follow, and get some excellent content. Uh, we're we're gonna put up a menu pretty soon. And we'll, uh, we're going to start some doing dong ratings. We are. We are. Uh, we're going to be doing dong ratings. And you can get a personal dong rating from the host of this podcast. All you have to do is give us a follow and send us a DM. And we uh, will make sure my host, Homer, gives you a proper dong rating. I have not agreed to this at all. Yeah. No, no. I'll give you a dong rating of all the dongs on a uh, Game of Thrones. I've already been forced to see those. One, oh, I yeah. guess. Game of dongs. G O D. Game of, Game of oh dogs. Oh my god, dude. <laughs>
Dude, dude, did you see the uh, the South Park they did where like you he, he was doing the like uh, orchestra of <laughs> like talking about dicks in Game of Thrones? Game of Dongs, baby. <laughs> oh, Cartman. No, no, no. That was when they visited George R. R. Martin, and George R. R. Martin was doing like a song from the next uh, season no. of Game of Thrones, and it was like. Dong, 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 or something like that. <laughs> it was freaking ridiculous. As as ridiculous as Kanye liking fish sticks. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think he does like fish sticks. Oh, I think he does too. Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. I, I want to go watch some South Park. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you for watching this episode. Um, I will see you next week. I'll see all of you next week. Well, actually, I won't see any of you except for you. That's right. That's that's how this works. We upload the video, you watch us. But anyways, as you can tell, I'm tired as hell and I want to go to sleep. So oh. we're gonna end this. All right, Timmy. You you were waiting to say that, weren't you? Timmy. <laughs> uh. All right, later, guys. Later.